Welcome back, Dairy fans. We so appreciate everyone that's been tuning in each week. Additionally, we are excited that we launched our monthly forecast webinar yesterday that went really awesome. Lucas Feast presented our forecast report and broke down our expectations for prices as the calendar quickly nears the fourth quarter of 2020 and into next year of 2021. I would also like to add a very happy six-month anniversary to all of us that were told just another 14 days to flatten the curve. <laughs> Here we are in September, and October milk prices are nearing $20 all over again. And then the government apparently has found another $13 billion for farm aid. That news has seemingly made the market just kind of brush off yesterday's bearish August milk production report. Good morning, Lucas. Let's talk about that thing. Fill us in on what the key takeaways were from yesterday's report. Good morning and yeah, happy uh, six months of flattening the curve. How about that? <laughs> we certainly uh, did see the milk production report yesterday. I would say a little bit higher than high ground was anticipating. We had called it around the 1.3 to 1.5% mark, thinking that trends were similar to July, but with the caveat of heat in California would pull things down. That certainly did not seem to be the case in California, where the state saw 1.8% more milk versus prior year. That led to uh, a U.S. milk production gain of 1.8% as well, definitely reaching bearish territory as dairy farmers continue to push volumes as hard as possible to drive profitability. Several other key Western states were integral in pushing that number higher as well. States like Idaho, Colorado, Kansas, Texas, all these large Western states that have seen continuous expansions, farmers adding cows, they continue to drive overall milk output in the U.S., Decent production into the Midwest. Wisconsin was down again, but other states higher. Uh, New York higher as well. I think a key takeaway is, like High Ground has been saying for several weeks now, we anticipate stronger milk throughout the year end and into 2021. We did see a July revision higher on milk cows and production as well. I think based on those weekly slaughter numbers that have been well below prior year and the lowest in years on slaughter, I think the herd size will continue to tick higher and dairy farmers will do what they do best and drive milk per cow as well. So interesting report. I think mostly in line with to slightly higher than expectations, but, but good to see this data. Thanks for that recap. So we've been dealing with this farmers to family food box program and, and the volatility that came with that in our markets. And, you know, it's been wildly successful despite the fact that it's created so much craziness in the markets. Uh, but this recent announcement yesterday, it's more geared toward direct payments to farmers. What can we extract from this new cash injection from the government? Yeah, good question, Alyssa. A few things going on here. 
last night. So today is Friday the 18th. On September 17th, President Trump at a rally in Wisconsin announced additional uh, several billion dollars in farmer aid. We saw more details on that from USDA this morning in terms of exact specifications on on what this looks like. We're looking at an additional um, $14 billion in direct payments to farmers that will be released in the coming months. So from a dairy perspective, dairy farmers do qualify for this. It's calculated based on the price, average price of milk at at the end of July versus in mid-January. And since there was a greater than 5% decline, dairy farmers are eligible for a $1.20 per hundredweight payment based on their actual milk production from April through August and their anticipated production from September through December. So what this means is basically for nine months of this year, farmers are getting an additional buck 20 per hundredweight. This will contribute to pretty decent profitability that farmers will see this year. Not only are our margins at decent levels, down a little bit from the summer, but still should be profitable for most farmers in this country. But this is, of course, in addition to that first direct payment that was as high as 620 per hundredweight in that first round of payments overall. So lots of money flowing to farmers. This should certainly uh, stem some farm closures. We could see dairymen use this cash to maybe add cows I think it's a fine line here where if we push this too far, we could quickly see the U.S. moving into an oversupplied situation, which would be ultimately bearish on prices. But like you mentioned, Alyssa, the Farmers to Families Food Box program continues to support cheese prices. We saw the extra billion pushed into that at the end of August, and we got some clarification on vendors and spending here this morning as well. Certainly supportive to the cheese market, at least through the year end. Lots of moving pieces. We've said for a while that government spending is the wild card and (laughs) we continue to see that unfold and throw kind of new challenges in price forecasting overall. But certainly interesting to see this as we creep closer to election day coming up in about six weeks. Yeah, that should be interesting. All right. Thank you so much, Lucas. And thanks to our listeners. We hope you have a wonderful weekend. We'll be back here to fill you in on dairy happenings into next week. Cheers. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information, as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Thank you.